Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The president's holiday pardons. Including some longtime political supporters. A coronavirus Christmas. To be a surge on top of a surge on top of a surge. Outrage over an Ohio police shooting. He was not an intruder. Good morning, I'm Peter King in Orlando with the CBS World News Roundup. With the clock ticking down to the end of his administration, President Trump has pardoned nearly 50 people in the past week, 26 of them last night, including two former political operatives. CBS's Paula Reed is with the president in West Palm Beach. I've always found Paul Manafort to be a very decent man. Paul Manafort, once a pivotal player in the 2016 Trump campaign, became one of the most prominent names in the probe into Russia's election interference. Despite being convicted by a jury and pleading guilty in his second case, the White House said Wednesday he'd been treated worse than most violent criminals. He received a full pardon. So did Roger Stone, a friend and advisor to the president who was convicted of witness tampering and lying to Congress about his communications with WikiLeaks about thousands of hacked Democratic emails. The president also pardoned the father of his son-in-law and senior advisor Jared Kushner. Charles Kushner pleaded guilty to witness retaliation and tax charges in 2005. Republican Senator Ben Sass called the pardons rotten to the core. In what may be one of his last standoffs with Congress, President Trump has vetoed the defense bill that passed with overwhelming support from his fellow Republicans. Here's White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. In his veto message to Congress, Mr. Trump blasts lawmakers for not bowing to his demand to strip social media companies of their longstanding protections from lawsuits. In addition to raising service member pay, the bill also requires the renaming of bases dedicated to Confederates. It could be enacted over Mr. Trump's objections when Congress takes votes to override this veto next week. The Associated Press reports that some House Republicans say the president threw them under the bus. That came out in a conference call after Mr. Trump's surprise demand for more money and other changes in the COVID relief package. House Democrats will play double dare with Republicans calling up the $2,000 check proposal for a vote later today. A record 119,000 people with COVID-19 are hospitalized this Christmas with health officials fearing a repeat of the post-Thanksgiving surge. More from CBS's Mola Lange. In Southern California, the head of L.A. County's Department of Health Services says ambulances are waiting an hour in some places just to drop off patients, predicting more than 8,000 people will die countywide in the coming weeks. No matter how safe you think you or your loved ones have been, that perception is a false reality. COVID-19 is absolutely rampant in Los Angeles County. On the vaccination front, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed an executive order Wednesday prioritizing seniors over essential workers, like teachers or public transit employees, defying the recommendation of the CDC. 
people that are 73, 74 would be in the back of the line for, for a young 21-year-old worker who's considered, quote, essential. Um, that doesn't, I think, make sense. The last shopping day before Christmas finds many Americans scrambling and despite the pandemic, heading to the mall. These shoppers were out last night. This is our second target tonight. <laughs> it's not on the top of my list of things I want to be doing, but I think it's something we have to do you know, for the kids. The stores are like keeping a cap on the amount of people that could be in there. So we had to like wait outside. Chaos, like a bazaar was packed. It's traditionally one of the busiest places in the world on Christmas Eve, but instead it will be an almost silent night in the Holy Land. Bells are ringing at the Church of the Nativity, but the faithful are not coming to Bethlehem. Manger Square would normally be bustling with thousands of pilgrims on Christmas Eve, but coronavirus restrictions have crushed tourism and shops and hotels are closed. Midnight Mass at Jesus' traditional birthplace will be closed to the public. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. The storm that started in the Dakotas has moved east and has shut down highways. And after hundreds of flight cancellations yesterday, FlightAware reports just over 100 so far today in the U.S. The holiday forecast includes some dramatic changes, including lots of rain, especially in the east. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. Most folks seeing wind and rain as their primary threats. Some folks seeing snow but everybody with a huge temperature shift. How big a shift? Here in Central Florida, temperatures go from the 80s to the 30s tonight. Ohio's Attorney General promises a complete and independent investigation after a Columbus police officer shot and killed a black man who appeared to be holding not a weapon, but a cell phone. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. Body cam footage from Columbus police officer Adam Coy showing him exiting his vehicle. The 19-year veteran of the force approaches 47-year-old Andre Hill. Hill shows his cell phone and moves forward, at which point Officer Coy discharges his weapon. Hill instantly falling. Coy can be heard breathing heavily while screaming commands. Get your hand up underneath you now! Despite Hill's moans, Officer Coy did not administer CPR. Roll over, dude. After five minutes, medics arrive, but Hill later died at the hospital. Southern California Edison says gusty winds have forced the utility to shut off power to thousands of customers in and around the area's canyons as a precaution against wildfires. KCAL TV's Nicole Comstock. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care. And the generator is sending an extremely annoying noise through the air. Strong winds are blowing into Southern California. It's so unfair. And Michelle McCarthy has had enough of the public safety power shutoffs that now commonly accompany them. Especially Christmas and people are without jobs. People don't have money. He wasn't as well known as, say, Hendrix or Van Halen, but to other guitar players, Leslie West was simply one of the best. His screaming solo in Mountains, Mississippi Queen is a rock classic. But he actually downplayed it, telling Guitar Player Magazine earlier this year, the song's got three chords. Any idiot can play it. I just happen to play it better than anybody. Leslie West has died after a heart attack in Daytona Beach. He was 75. A Florida Panhandle pool dealer is also a real-life Santa, helping those who need help because he's been there too. Here's CBS's Jim Axelrod. Mike Esmond knows what it's like to struggle, especially during the holidays. 37 years ago, he had to choose which bill not to pay. In Florida, he chose the heat. That was a big mistake because we had the coldest winter we ever had in history. 
I mean, we had ice in the house. The 74-year-old, who only found financial security a few years ago with his own company, never forgot. So last year, he went to City Hall and cleared the delinquent accounts of 36 families. This year, on top of COVID, Hurricane Sally ripped through the area in September. So Mike's done it again, clearing 114 accounts for $7,615. And that's the World News Roundup for Thursday, December 24th, 2020. I'm Peter King, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.